Welcome to Beans and Books Podcast, All Books All the Time. I'm your host, Monica, and this week we're talking about Chapter 6 of Coraline, so make sure that you've read it and you're ready to um, look into her adventures for today. So Coraline wakes up, she's um, a little confused, she doesn't really know where she is, and then she remembers she's in the other world. Um, she finds out what the little protection thing she got from Sphinx and Horsable is for. She sees the cat and is upset about something it does, and it does it to protect her. And then she finds a snow globe with some weird people in it, and then she tries to find her parents. She gets in a fight with the other mother and then gets put inside of a mirror. So that's where we're starting today. Um, I did want to, before we dive into notes and stuff about the chapter, I did want to let you guys know my new site is up, so you can finally go look at it, and it's, um, you know, officially, it only has one post up, but everything else is up on there for you to look at, and I would love to interact with you on there. The link I will put in the description, but it's, excuse me, sunshineye.com. Um, you can go on there, and I'll have the podcast uploaded on there as well, in case you want to look at it. Um, and then I'll put videos, too, up on there. Um, so if you want to go look at that, that would be wonderful. Anyways, let's get back to Coraline. I just thought I'd let you guys know about that. So Coraline wakes up, and she's, like, kind of confused about where she is. Um, she puts on some clothes that the other mother made for her. I like the ones that are in the movie, so if you've seen the movie, Other Mother makes her this really cool star sweater, which I love. Like, I would, I've been looking for, like, a mustard-colored one for, like, the longest time, and I cannot find it, and I would love, love, love to have the star sweater. I think they're the cutest things. Um, anyway. <laughs> okay, so she finally remembers that she has a little stone that the actresses gave her in her pocket. Um, and she, like, I guess it was in this fog before, and now, like, her brain is kind of unfogged, and she's thinking clearly again. Um, and in the movie, that's not what the stone does. In the movie, it kind of acts like it was a way to find things. So, um, she goes to talk to the other father in the book, which she doesn't do in the movie. I mean, she does, but it's a little bit different. Um, he tells her that she, the other mother made the house and everything, for Coraline, whereas like in the movie, Coraline doesn't find that out from the father, she finds it out from the cat. The other father just kind of says, oh, she doesn't have energy today, and this and that. He's kind of like this little, like, I almost want to say like a puppet that can't really think for himself too well. Um, and so she ends up going outside, and she walks to the edge of the world. Um, and see that there's, like, a nothing, and I like the quote that's, like, they have, they have it in the book and the movie, and she says, um, how can you walk away from something and still come back to it, and I think that that has a lot more to do with just what she's going into right now, because I think, um, it kind of has some wisdom in it, because, you know, the other kids, they, you know, didn't, try to walk away from it and it ended up biting them um and I think in the real world we kind of we we try to walk away from something um but when we're in this habit of continually turning and going back to that thing 
um, kind of like in toxic relationships, you know, you walk away from something and you go back to it because it's what you're used to, it's what you know, um, it's what you're comfortable with. And then I think as far as sin goes on a Christian perspective, we do sometimes, you know, if we haven't really repented of it, we have this like inherent, uh, ability to just like go back to what we did before because it's easier than making ourselves better. And even if you're not a Christian, you know, making yourself better is harder sometimes um, than just, you know, keeping up with your old habits, you know, like waking up early. It's easier to just sleep in late because it's it's easier and you don't want to, you know, get up out of bed. It's easier than just like setting an alarm and getting up, forcing yourself to get up and have like good habits. Anyway, <laughs> so Coraline um, talks to the cat that she finds and he chases after this, um, like, rat and kind of like plays with it and stuff and Coraline at this moment I don't think realizes that they're not good and so she kind of is like upset with the cat about doing that she's like oh that's so mean why did you do that so she goes back inside the house and looks for her parents um but she can't find them and so she finds the other mother um and the other mother says that they should play a game um so she said that she wants her real parents back and they argue and so the mom gets upset and she puts her inside of a mirror. Um, so I think that kind of does match the movie fairly well. Um, when she does it in the movie as well and tells her that she kind of like she's willing to be a, lo- a loving daughter again. But I think it's interesting to know that like the magic system in this book is a little bit different than in the movie. The magic system in this in the book like can affect the way that Coraline thinks like her brain and everything whereas in the movie doesn't really seem that that's like how it works and so I think it's just interesting because it kind of shows that like it's a little more dangerous than it seems and I think that it plays into okay people like toxic people can play with you and they have this uncanny ability to get right in the cracks of like your heart and your brain and just kind of dig until you're like stuck and so like I think that little stone of protection kind of helps Coraline from getting stuck into that situation which is good and I think especially you know when you're reading it it's easy to forget Coraline is only like 11 and like it's easy to forget that in the movie too because I think in the movie she seems like she's a little older um, so when you're an 11 year old, what parents tell you is like, you know, you take it to heart. Like that's what your life is. That's what you believe. Um, and so I think it's really hard to kind of like shake yourself out of that and kind of think for yourself when you're so young. Um, luckily Coraline seems to be very headstrong. And so she does that, um, which is really good. And so I think this chapter has like a lot of important like aspects for us to look at and be like, okay, what's really going on here? I mean, obviously, if you've seen the movie, then you know what's going on. But if you haven't, then um, it kind of starts to show you that this is, like, worse than you think it is. And the other mother is very good at manipulation. Um, and I think I kind of wish that, like, the little doll was in the book as well. But unfortunately, the little doll was, like, just part of the movie. You don't see it in the book at all. Uh, but I do like the cat. I think the cat is a consistent character. I think he's strong. I think Neil Gaiman did a really good job of writing him and writing, like, his part and Coraline's adventure because I think 
without the cat, I don't think Coraline would have gotten quite as far as she did and she wouldn't have been as safe as she was. And I think the fact that they end up being really good friends um, also shows that, you know, sometimes people, you know, in real life, like, that you might see is maybe not, like, the greatest or you don't like, like, um, they can be, like, some of your best friends. So, um, yeah, thank you for tuning in this week. You can find me anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, you can sign up um, on the Facebook page or through an email to me at mchadwick2 at yahoo.com um, to talk with me and talk on the podcast about a specific book. Our next book, which is going to be coming up towards the end of this month, um, once we're done with Coraline, will be My True Love You to Me. It's a collection of 12 holiday stories. And the way that we're going to go about that one, instead of doing chapter by chapter, is we're going to do story by story. So it'll be about 12 days through December, and then we'll end up changing books after that 12th, um, that 12th session. So if you want to be a part of that, um, go ahead and let me know. Uh, and then I'm also on Patreon as Books and Beans Podcast. Um, that helps me to do more book giveaways, which I'll have one coming up soon. Um, helps with new equipment, new content, and all of that for you guys to make this podcast better for you to listen to. And I would love to have you. I have four spots open for each book, so if you want to be on there, you don't necessarily have to be here physically with me. Um, we can Skype you in and do something else for that. So thanks for listening, and remember that books can be some of your best friends. I hope you guys have a wonderful week.